Chapter 12 A spotlight turns on. Go, Mom begs. I shake my head but obey. I'll run away from Moon City, and no one will stand in my way. I stop at the edge of the forest. I can't go past the line, I say. It's too dangerous. The gates of Moon City open, and a mob of people march toward me. Keep running, Mom hollers. I run, run. Where are you going, Pero? I plug my ears at Elohim's voice. They'll find me. They'll kill me. One step forward, past the edge of the forest, and I stop when something in a bush shuffles. Carper jumps out, his eyes like fire. Blood trails down his cheek. Grasping for Henry's hand to hold, I find air. Where are you going, Pero? Carper hisses. I scream into the darkness. It was dark. Dragging my feet over the edge of the bed, I felt my way to the counter. I didn't want to go back to sleep, not when Carper waited in my nightmares. Leaving without Mom wasn't an option. There had to be a way to save her, but without Jimmy, I'd have to rescue her on my own. My heart ached. Jimmy had to be dead. A loud thud echoed through the ceiling. Someone in the greenhouse. Again. I pulled down the ladder and started to climb. The rail underneath my hands vibrated from another thud above me. Two people. Had she brought a friend? Peeking over the edge, I spied two figures, darkened by the shadows. I heard something. The man's voice was low and calm. Maybe she's coming up from her room. My arm twitched. Could I climb back down? Don't scare her, the second voice said. Wait. I recognized that voice. She shouldn't be surprised, said the first. Yeah, but she didn't know when we'd come, and we still need to find her daughter. I didn't have a daughter. Did they have the wrong place? You mean the pretty Peru. I flinched. I never said she was pretty. Henry! Did I trust him after he had handed me off to Carper? The other chuckled. You didn't have to. The other choice would be for me to stay locked up in my room until Carper decided what to do with me. Henry or Carper? I stepped onto the roof. Pero! Henry ran to me, spun me in a circle, then sat me down. I smiled in surprise, then stiffened under his hold. Are you going to turn me in again? He frowned. You're seriously asking me that? I haven't been able to sleep for days. Imagine trying to explain to your dad that I let Carper take you. How did you explain to dad? Ha! Not well. I'm surprised he didn't kill me. I folded my arms. So am I. Why did you sell me to Carper? I didn't sell you. When I was at your bedroom window, Carper was in the shadows with a gun pointed at my head. I gasped. I didn't have a choice, Pero. I'm sorry. Your dad had me follow you shortly after, but I ended up with the Losaris instead. I was worried. I didn't know if I'd find you alive. If anything had happened to you, it would have been all my fault. Some bodyguard I am. I could see why he'd be concerned. Carper was unpredictable and not afraid to kill. Maybe Henry did care, and not just because Dad had asked him to protect me. I placed my hands on his arms. It's not your fault. I'm alive. You found me. And just maybe I'll forgive you. I grinned. Henry laughed and nudged his head toward the man who stood in the shadows. The man stepped closer, appearing younger than Jimmy, but not seventeen either. His fine black hair flipped in the front like a small wave. 
On the side of his light brown face, a scar trailed from his eyebrow to his mouth. A stubbled beard almost hid the lower part of his scar. His face didn't belong in a magazine like Henry's and Jimmy's. Yet my stomach flipped. It was his eyes. Dark brown shone brighter than the moon's reflection from behind me. Something deeper settled there, making my body quiver, as if this look would pull us into a greater realm if we lingered, as if we would surely drown if our gazes drifted apart. The slight blush of his cheeks and the intensity of his stare told me he felt it too, whatever it was. Henry cleared his throat. I glanced the other way. What was it about this man that drew me? I didn't know him. This is Sam, Henry said. Sam, this is Pero. Henry told me about you. He studied the floor. I've heard about you too. Henry had mentioned his best friend often enough that I knew a bit about Sam's likes and dislikes, but he'd never mentioned that Sam would have my head whirling. Was I attracted to Sam like one of those books where the girl falls in love from a wolfman's psychedelic eye power? Or was I responding to something else in him? I felt my face heat and stepped into the shadow. Let's go inside before anyone sees us. I scanned the roof before heading down the ladder. Henry and Sam followed. I turned on the bathroom light and left the door slightly ajar. Want something to drink? I opened the fridge. The pink water's not too bad. I set three on the counter. They didn't touch them. Henry scooted a bar stool out for me. His hair was shorter. Curls sat on top of his head instead of around his ears. You cut your hair. I sat. Do you like it? The cut emphasized his long jawline and smooth white skin, making him appear older and more handsome, if that was possible. It looked better longer. Henry messed with the curl. I knew it. I looked at Sam and found him staring at my face. Do you need something for your cheek? It looks swollen. I touched the scratch on my cheek and took in Sam's scar. Would I have my own? I'm fine, thank you. When he didn't waver from his gaze, I resisted the urge to pull away. The room stayed quiet for a moment, like we all waited for the heat between Sam and me to cool to a simmer. What was I doing? Henry liked me. At least, it seemed he might. And now I was caught in a flurry of feelings from two dramatic looks between a complete stranger. Finally, I forced myself away and to Henry, who picked at his nails. Why were you looking for my mom? We met your mom here a few months ago, Henry said. Bahar recognized we weren't from Moon City and took us in. She said that she would tie a red scarf to a window for us to find her. Henry pointed at the room's window. A red scarf nodded around a bar. Mom must have tied it when she stayed with me. Even when she knew she might not escape, she looked out for me. Is your mom okay? Henry asked. She can't come with us. Carper took her. But I think the scarf means she'd want me to go with you. I can try to find her. I shook my head. She wants me to hide, and there's nothing we can do at this point. Guards are all over Moon City. I stole another look at Sam. His brows sunk down like he was sorry to hear the news. I took in his bulging muscles underneath a plaid green button-down flannel, the very shirt I'd picked out with Henry a month earlier. I chuckled inside at his choice of white cotton pants that clashed with the shirt's style. If I'd known that the Lasari's pants looked like billowing sheets, I would have told Henry to buy some jeans for his friend, too. 
I averted my gaze when Sam's eyes met mine. How'd you land on my roof? I asked Henry. You may not believe us, Henry said. I smiled. Shia appeared on my roof. Nothing will surprise me. Eagles, Sam said. The eagle I'd seen in the field hadn't taken me anywhere. How? Henry held up his hand and made a wishing sound. I laughed in disbelief. They flew you? Big ones, Henry said. They're a part of the Losari army. Are they how we get out? Sorry, Henry said. They took off when we landed on the roof. Alrighty then. I brought one leg over the other and bounced it at the same time I put my hand on my chin. What's the plan, Sam? Was I flirting? Maybe. Sam smirked as if amused. Well, Sam's eyes popped up to meet mine. A punch in my gut exploded into a thousand jitters. I saw a hose near the lee plants in the greenhouse. Climb up the tube that leads to the roof, use the hose to rappel down the wall, and hope you run as fast as Henry says you do. The Losaris camped a four-hour walk away. We'll walk as much as we can before it's light. Shia will help us with a plan to find your mom. The battle starts in two days, so we'll have enough time. Sam was the leader Henry and I needed. Someone with a practical and organized agenda. But we'd have to rescue mom in two days. Is there enough time to come back for my mom? We'll make it work. Mom wanted me to hide. There had to be a good reason. I should do what she said. Onward to. Sam arched his brow. Yes to whatever you just said. My dad says the phrase sometimes when there's a tough choice where we either have to hide or move forward. So you're choosing to move forward? Henry asked. Give me a minute. I headed toward the bathroom and touched the surface of my cheek. If I had makeup, I'd cover up the wound. What could cover up a pounding heart?